Hello again. Welcome to a new Donneron Monologue podcast. We have a new format that I'm excited to talk to you about. I'm your host, Bo. Before we get into all that, uh, we do once again want to thank our sponsor, Ashley Louie-N-K. You can follow her at the Minnesota Nurse, all one word, all lowercase, on Instagram. Instagram is a uh, popular uh, social media network that I'm sure you're familiar with. So... I'm super excited. Uh, so if you guys have been following Donoram, which if you have, thank you so much. If you're new, welcome. Uh, we have a lot of exciting things to talk about just in the developments of Donoram. But now I'm chasing a lot of rabbits. So in the past on our uh, monologue podcast, the ones that I'm doing alone, uh, you'll notice we are posting daily throughout the week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We want to keep up with that. Uh, but if you noticed, we're kind of all over the place on our subjects. Uh, and if it sounds like I'm talking about something like I just thought of right before we started filming, it's because I was. Uh, and, and it's something that was just laying on my mind uh, over the past uh, few times of doing that is I really want to consolidate this into something much more concise, much more uh, much more interesting, and frankly, just something more better. I, I stand behind our monologues that we've done so far. I think they're fantastic. But I think we can do better uh, because... And that's what I want to do with this. If you're not constantly improving, you're constantly diminishing. So from here on out, starting today, so we are doing a series every week. Every week there will be, and uh, if you're one of our Patreon subscribers, I already told you this on Patreon. Um, so uh, you, guys are, you guys are already aware. But each week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, there will be an umbrella subject covering all subjects within. I will be talking about a broader subject and then each day taking a aspect of that and discussing it more fully. I'm super excited about this and uh, I decided to start with my favorite umbrella subject in the world. My favorite thing in fiction, media, whatever. And uh, so I'm titling the series The Forgotten Legacy of the 80s Heroic Fantasy. Guys, uh, 80s nostalgia is absurd right now. Everyone loves the 80s. Um, and this started when I was in high school, and it just sort of continued. Uh, people love the Goonies. The, uh, Sh- Stranger Things is like one of the most popular shows on Netflix, it, in part due to its 80s nostalgic aspect. And, and if you notice, in, in, in Stranger Things, uh, the main characters, the, the gang, they play Dungeons & Dragons, uh, which was I- iconic to the 80s. And so that that but that's sort of all the aspect they're showing us of the fantasy. It's like we talk about so many things in the eighties that we loved, but we don't talk about the fact that there were so many great fantasy franchises that were just blowing up in the eighties. And uh it, it was everywhere. Video games, uh tabletop games, movies, Hollywood, music. It, it, you just couldn't get away from it. And it's strange to me that we we don't address that subject specifically so often. Uh, Science fiction, cyberpunk, these things are super cool, and we talk about them all the time, but fantasy just sort of falls by the wayside, even though it was the loudest media influence in the 80s, in my opinion. So uh, each day this week, we're going to be discussing something different from that. And we're going to start today with, I think, the most fantasy thing in the 80s, uh, super influential, even to this day. I'm going to talk to you about advanced. I want to underline that advanced Dungeons and Dragons. So uh, everyone's familiar with Dungeons and Dragons, and right now, currently, 
uh, Dungeons and Dragons, I think, is bigger than it ever has been thanks to 5th edition. I want to preface this by saying 5th edition is super cool. 5th edition has brought a lot of new fans to the fold. It's super accessible. It, it, everyone tells me it's so fun and lightweight. I've read through the books. I've not played. Excuse me. Beg your pardon. Uh, but everyone tells me it's super lightweight. It's super fun. It, it, it gets back to that 2nd edition feel, that advanced Dungeons & Dragons feel of uh, a flow. Whereas in 3rd uh, edition... We just won't talk about 4th edition, but in 3rd edition, it, there was a lot to take in. There was mountains of information to keep track of and everything. However, I just can't get into 5th edition. That's why I've never played it. I read the books. I just can't get into it because there was something about Advanced Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, now, uh, Advanced Dungeons & Dragons, uh, the 1st edition came out in uh, the very... Very late 70s. Uh, Advanced Dungeons & Dragons was a compilation of rules from other books. And that is extremely clear when you read through the uh, three core rule books. The, the three core rule books of each edition of Dungeons & Dragons has pretty much never changed. I know 4th edition was messed, messed things up a little bit. But again, we're not talking about 4th edition. But each core rule book, you have a player's handbook. Describes the classes, rules for combat, rules for you know how to play, basically everything a player needs to know. The Dungeon Master's Guide, which isn't really everything a Dungeon Master needs to know. They really need to know things from the Player's Handbook. But it has some extra things that the players won't handle, and it's basically a tip book on how to uh, engage your players well with combat and story and all that. And then we have uh, uh, the Monster Manual, which describes enemies and stuff to place in your dungeons for your players. These have largely not changed, but in the first edition, Gary Gygax, you could tell it's the first time he did something of this undertaking because these books are all over the place and very hard to keep track of, just to be honest with you. Uh, but first edition was good. It just it was unpolished. So in the late 80s, in uh, 1989 to be exact, uh, 80, maybe 88, uh, so not 1989 to be exact, 1989 maybe, 1988 maybe, um, we got Advanced Dungeons & Dragons second edition. Advanced Dungeons & Dragons 2nd Edition might be my... It is my favorite tabletop role-playing game ever. I absolutely adore it. Uh, it it's, it's far and away my favorite, uh, my favorite one. And the reason why is it's so well-consolidated. It's so flowing. It's so good. And the, the books, more so than any other edition of Dungeons & Dragons, make it very clear that all rules are optional. And uh, I'm not trying to start an edition war. I'm not trying to start an edition war because everyone has a favorite edition, and that's for very good reason. In fact, uh, there's a lot of forms still for fourth edition. A lot of people still really like fourth edition. Uh, Table WoW was more fun for a lot of people. And that's fine. That really is. It's okay that you like that. But for me, it, it, so really it just comes down to what I've always talked about in taste in video games. It talks about comes down to what I've talked about in taste for everything, and that is taste. You know, if you like spaghetti, and someone's like, well, I don't like spaghetti, and you're like, well, why don't you like spaghetti? I just don't. And that's a totally fair answer. And then someone's like, why do you like spaghetti? And they say, I just do. That's a totally fair answer. But in media and art, we try to make it about more than that, and I think that's ridiculous. But I just so happen to like Advanced Dungeons & Dragons better. I like Thacko. I like having the five different saving throws. I like the way the skills work. Um, I like that everything's streamlined but not so codified, if that makes sense. And uh, so second edition, I've had my 
very favorite campaigns in second edition. I've had my va- and I'm almost always dungeon master, which is if I'm playing second edition, it's fine. If I'm playing another one, I'd much rather be a player. But uh, but even then, I'd much rather be a player in second. Um, two of my favorite video games of all time, Baldur's Gate One and Baldur's Gate Two, run on second edition rules. In fact, I don't like. I don't want to play Baldur's Gate 3. I, I'm flat out not hype about it at all. I don't care about it at all because it's 5th edition rules. And uh, again, 5th edition's fine. I have nothing against it. But I really feel like Baldur's Gate is 2nd edition. Um, so, back to this overreaching subject, back to this umbrella subject that we talked about earlier. Guys, Dungeons & Dragons had a huge influence on this 80s fantasy explosion. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, it had its own Saturday morning cartoon in the 80s about a bunch of teenagers that got trapped in the game of Dungeons and Dragons with this weird gnome-like <laughs> creature uh, named the Dungeon Master helping them out. It's a fun little uh, it's a fun little show if you have a chance to watch it. Uh, the box set for the DVD when I bought the DVDs a long time ago uh, was actually shaped like an old uh, uh, first edition Advanced Dungeons and Dragons box set. So that's neat. Um, but, uh, and uh, in fact, there's a, uh, I think there's a Stranger Things Dungeons & Dragons thing now that looks like an old 80s first. So all of our nostalgia about Dungeons & Dragons is surrounded by these 80s editions. It's just no one wants to go back and experience them, and I don't know why. Uh, Wizards of the Coast actually re-released the second edition books, uh, the three core second edition books not too long ago. And I, I don't know how they did on sales, but I, I think they did rather poorly because they went out of print very quickly. Might have just been a limited print run. I don't know. I don't I don't keep up on uh, Wizards of the Coast, man. Uh, I'm an old guy. I, I miss TSR. Um, but so there's the, the influence of Dungeons & Dragons in the 80s. Uh, TSR was blowing up. This game was selling like hotcakes. Uh, and they started branching out into other things. So we had... Uh, the Dragonlance campaign setting. We had that. That became very huge. That became very popular. Um, and uh, that was based, of course, on uh, a campaign that uh, a bunch of TSR employees were playing. And they started making their adventures into these adventures. Because uh, a lot of uh, Dungeons Dragons back then was sold in modules. You didn't really have overreaching campaign settings in first edition uh, Dungeons Dragons. You did, but they weren't as common as, say, second edition. Holy crap, there were so many campaign settings in second edition. But they had modules, little adventure modules. And so that's kind of how Dragonlance started blowing up. So much so that uh, Margaret Wyas and Tracy Hickman, uh, two of my favorite authors of all time made my favorite favorite fantasy book uh, trilogy of all time uh the uh Dra- the dragonlance chronicles uh starting with uh, dragons of autumn twilight dragons of winter night and uh dragons of spring dawning excellent books uh a huge influence on me coming into heroic fantasy and they were published in i think 84 85 fantastic books they were new york times bestsellers if you've not read them Please give these books a read. I read them every year. Uh, I have audio books for listening to them on my way to, into work and my way home uh, every every year. I do it annually. Go through these books. So, uh, and, and it seemed like Dungeons & Dragons started this craze where uh, at Marvel, the Conan the Barbarian series started in the 70s, but it blew up in the 80s with all this Dungeons & Dragons stuff. Uh, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe clearly capitalizing on this sword and sorcery under and it's weird because i say craze but it's not like you had like girls in high school swooning over (laughs) sword and sorcery it's it it was more of like this understated current that just permeated everything in the 80s and 
I can remember being a kid in the very early 90s, seeing all these, you know, this old guard from the 80s at uh, the comic book shops in Evansville when I would be there. And I would be buying comic books, but I became infatuated with these old school nerds. You don't see these kind anymore, like the mom's basement dwellers. And I just thought these guys were the coolest. They had the coolest hobbies. They did the coolest stuff. And um, I still remember uh, after uh, Lord of the Rings came out in uh, 2001, the movies, this is when um, fantasy became super mainstream because we're in the middle of a second fantasy craze right now. It's still continuing from the first uh, Lord of the Rings movie, uh, Fellowship of the Ring. And, and that's cool. I'm super excited that more people are into fantasy, but it was more this like, you know, like a bunch of kids listening to Sabotage with heavy metal t-shirts and mom's basement kind of deal. But now it's like cool people like it. And that's totally cool. I remember the first time I walked into a comic book store in Evansville to buy a, a Dungeons & Dragons uh, book. And uh, there were kids in Letterman's jackets from my high school buying these same books. And they're like, oh, I didn't know you were into this. And it's like, I was into this before you. Um, now, of course, a lot of people went in a totally different direction with this. got really gatekeepery about it. Like, oh, they can't like this. They're like, like um, I remember seeing a Reddit post one time when I still thought, I believed I, there was any universe where I could stomach being on Reddit for more than five minutes. Um, but uh, it, it was literally about how... Uh, Pretty girls shouldn't play D and D, and that's really weird, man. That's just that's a weird, uh, it's a strange hill to die on. I'll say that. But I do remember this old guard. I do remember when these things weren't cool. I do. And again, I'm, I'd have no problem with everyone being involved with this. I think that's the best case scenario for everyone. But I do remember when it wasn't that way. I remember when the people that played Dungeons and Dragons were the Stranger Things kids. I I, I remember that time, and. It, there was just something really cool about it. There was instant camaraderie between people that knew. It was kind of like a, a an open secret. If you knew, you knew. So I sort of gravitated towards these people and started looking at these second edition books while I was in uh, these comic book shops. I just I, I got really into them, and it, it just became infatuated. And I didn't own any books until uh, I remember the third edition books came out, and they were being sold for 20 bucks a pop, and my parents went ahead and bought them for me. And I played third edition for like a year before just craving the rule set from Baldur's Gate. I mean, craving the rule set that I saw this um, th these forefathers playing. And so I went back to second edition, and I just honestly have never looked back. And it's just been, it's incredible for me. And you sort of feel, even when I'm playing in my own home, at my own kitchen table, with my kids playing with their friends in the back, my wife... Uh, you know, maybe she's got some friends over too or something, but I'm gathered around with the boys at my own kitchen table in a home I pay for, drinking actual, you know, Milwaukee's best. I still feel like I'm drinking root beer, sitting in mom's basement, dimly lit, listening to uh, Sabotage on, 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 a, on, on an old CD player even, even though I've got a Bluetooth speaker connected to my phone. It's something about second edition takes you back and puts you in the shoes of where you came from. And uh, I think that is an incredible legacy that the 80s left behind. And uh, don't get me wrong, if you're playing 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, you're just as big of a D&D &D nerd. You've got every right to wear the D20 t-shirts. You've got every right to talk the lingo. Um, if you don't even play and you just watch Critical Role or something, uh, that's fine too, man. That's really cool. But that doesn't take away from the fact that there's just something about going back to the roots. And it's my favorite way to do it. And that's the way I'm always going to do it when I have the chance. 
Um, guys, I'm super excited to keep talking to you about the Forgotten Legacy of the 80s, Heroic Fantasy. Uh, if you want to hear more about my uh, Advanced Dungeons & Dragons adventures, I've got tons of stories from a lot of cool people I've played with over the years. Uh, and you know what? Donnerum's blowing up. We're all looking at a lot more time to spend on this. If you want to see Donnerum play old school Advanced Dungeons & Dragons, if that's something you want. Um, if you want to watch Donnerum blow those punks at Critical Role, <laughs> I can't even say it. Um, they're too big. That is a titan. But if you want to see us try... Let us know in the uh, comments, and also let us know on our Discord. Uh, I'm going to be on our social medias sending out a link to our Discord every day, these last 24 hours, so I have to send them out every day. Don't wait for an invite from us. Just join in. Show up. Hop in general chat and say what's up. We're, we don't have a whole lot going on right now, but uh, what we do have going on right now is pretty cool. I'm excited to get more into this and stuff, and we even have a, a chat room for tabletop RPGs, which we are going to be talking mostly about second edition Advanced Dungeons Dragons. So, guys, it, 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 join in. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Just search Donorom on either platform. You'll find us. Uh, I hope you're following us on YouTube. But we would love to give you guys more stuff like this. We would love it. Uh, and, and so if there's an interest, count us in, baby. We're there. So, guys, I hope you tune in every single day for these uh, and, and at the end of the week, on my last video for the week, on Friday, I will be announcing next week's theme. So be sure to tune in then. And guys, uh, I strongly suggest throughout the week that you go check out some fantasy stuff from the 80s. Uh, just type in 80s fantasy media, and you're going to get swarmed with stuff. And uh, so join us tomorrow, where we'll be talking about the game of the decade, the video game of the decade. So guys... Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for watching. Thank you so much for liking and sharing this. Uh, we have links to our Patreon. We have links to our Discord everywhere. Please join in, guys. If, if, if that's what you feel like you want to do, we appreciate it so much. And when you when you join with us there, you're really like one of the boys. Uh, that's a gender-neutral term for our uses, by the way. We are... We, we, we just The whole point to this was we just love hanging out. So please come hang out with us. We love getting to know people and stuff like that. And, uh, and and while you're at it, while you're checking out our links and stuff, uh, if you want to be swarmed with swag like I am right now in this Donnerum t-shirt, there's links for that too. Uh, join in the representation as well. And uh, guys, I, I know there's a lot of great issues you could be throwing money at right now, and I encourage you to keep doing it for those issues. But uh, guys, whatever support you can show us too, it all goes back into this. We're, we're making something here. And while you're checking out all those links, also check out our uh, our friends on the Rally Network. Uh, this is a great group of guys talking about a myriad of subjects. You'll have a blast. Guys, until next time, thank you so much.